Welcome to a new episode of the Philmont Lincoln Center podcast. This week, we're featuring a special Q&A from the 59th New York Film Festival with filmmaker Risuki Hamaguchi, the director of two NYFF 59 selections, Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy and Drive My Car. Hamaguchi sat down with Film Comment co-deputy editor Dave Kukarish following the premiere of Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy. In this altogether delightful triptych of stories, Risuki Hamaguchi again proves he's one of contemporary cinema's most agile dramatists of modern love and obsession. Whether charting the surprise revelation of a blossoming love triangle, a young couple's revenge plot against an old teacher gone awry, or a case of mistaken romantic identity, Hamaguchi details the sudden reversals, power shifts, and role-playing that define relationships new and old. Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy is both ironic and tender, a lively and intricately woven work of imagination that questions whether fate or our own vanities decide our destinies. Hamaguchi's other 2021 release, Drive My Car, opens at Filmlink on November 24th. Let's go to the talk. We're, we're just so lucky to have you here with us in this very unusual year. I know travel has not been easy, but um, thank you just for making it out here and, and being with us to, to present your film. そんな、そんな風に言っていただけてとても嬉しいです。僕もここに来られて、あの、こうやって、あの、先ほど皆さんの拍手を、あの、受けて、ま、皆さんが本当に楽しんでいただいたことが、あの、僕自身にも伝わ
had my film Asako 1 and 2 play in France, um, I was able to meet Mary Stevens, who was the editor of Romare. Um, there I talked to her about uh, short films and I learned how for Romare it was very important to be making a short because it was a great way to be able to reorganize your rhythm towards making a feature. You're able to do some trial and error. Um, and it really made me think I wanted to do something like that. Um, I had I I've thought of this as also a seven-part series, just like the way Romare had uh, done something similar. Um, and so, so that was one of my influences for sure. Well, you kind of preempted my next question. I was going to ask you about the a turn to making these short stories and, you know, this omnibus of short stories after making some really, some films that are very epic in scope. Um, and, you know, the Romare um, connection makes sense. But I'm curious, how did making this film change your relationship to narrative time? あの、uh, so making this film was actually quite a new experience for me in terms of storytelling. Um, the theme is coincidence. And so when I'm working with coincidence, I realized that I was able to work with narratives in a different way because something about working with coincidence allows time to fork. Um, and you're able to imagine things of things that may have could have happened or things that didn't happen. Um, and that that can be uh, really interesting for the imagination. You know, I think uh, in all your films, but especially Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy, so coincidence is obviously one major theme, and the other theme is romance or romantic desire. And the two kind of inject magic or something less assuring uh, into everyday life in these films. So why are these two your preoccupations, coincidence and romance? その、um, so to be quite honest, I'm not thinking too hard about these things when I'm writing, but that all said, when I write, um, I'm the way that I write is to make the characters talk to each other. And that's how I learn what they're thinking and the things that they're desiring. And when I'm doing that, I also learn about their desires, but also what they can't say about their desires. で、ま、
まあ、何か企てている何か欲しいものがあるでその時に時にはまあ嘘をついたりまあ企んだりすることがあるわけですよねでただまあ人間って本当にまあ愚かなものでもあるのでその企みっていうのはあの簡単に壊れてしまうでその壊れてしまう原因がまあ偶然っていうことがとても多いような気がしています欲望が偶然によってくじけてしまうということがあると。Uh, so, I often get asked about this.、Um, and so, I can't always keep saying that I'm not really thinking so much. So,、um, this is me trying to think about it. And when I do,、um, I think that there are maybe two types of coincidences.、Um, one being、uh, related to desire of human beings. I think when you desire something, you plan to get something, you want something, and you conspire and you plan. Um, and, but at the end of the day, humans are、uh, sort of、uh, poor creatures in a way.、Um, and so plans can break. And when they do, they're often related to coincidences. でこうやってその何かを欲望してそれが偶然によって失敗してしまうっていうことがある一方で、まあ、何かそんなに何ていうか欲望はあるんだけれども、まあ、何というのかなそれをまあ悪用しない態度で、まあ、望んでいったときに、その偶然っていうものが、その人を、まあ、本当に望んでいるところに、まあ、連れていってくれるようなときっていうのもあると思います。それは例えば第3話の、あの、えー、あやっていう女性の方に起きていることかもしれない。彼女は、まあ、この偶然を利用して、あの、自分の本当の欲望に、あの、気づいていく。自分の繰り返しの日常から何か出ていこうとしているような気もします。Um, and so, when people want things and yet、um, they fail at getting that through coincidences, there's that, there's desire. But at the same time, I think、um, if you don't plan to use that in a bad way with bad intentions, coincidences can also take you into unexpected places and give you surprises. I think this is also happening to the character Aya in story number three, where her desire then leads her to places beyond her daily life. Hi, I'm Clinton Crute. And I'm Devika Girish. We're the editors of Film Comment. The Film Comment Letter is a free weekly digital newsletter featuring original film criticism and writing by Film Comment's editors and brilliant contributors. The letter delivers exclusive features, reviews, interviews, streaming picks, news, and more directly to subscribers' inboxes every Thursday before they're published on filmcomment.com the following Monday. Sign up today at filmcomment.com to get the letter every week. Support independent film journalism. Support Film Comment. Well, thank you for thinking、uh, during the QA. It's,、yeah. it's helpful. <laughs> thank you.、Um, you know, so you said that you write to get the characters talking.、Um, I, what really strikes me about This film is that all the characters are acting in、mm. some way. I mean, they're、yes. pretending to be other people, they're lying, you know,、mm. they have performance as a part of their life.、Mm. And I'm curious how you approach、uh, performance both as a team, but also while you're working with actors. Hi. Thank you. 演技っていうのは、でも自分も本当に、あの、どうやって扱ったらいいのかっていうことが未だにわからない。ただ、まあ、昔よりはちょっとその、演技っていうものと付き合うこと、その特に役者っていうものと付き合うことがあの楽しくなり始めてもあのいます。Uh, thank you for saying that.、Um, you know, I think at the end of the day, I'm still figuring out a lot of things about how I work with actors and how I work with performance in itself. But now that I've been、uh, working for quite some time, I think I'm starting to learn and to also enjoy、uh, the work. 
、でまあそれは自分の演技の捉え方っていうのがだ,い、まあ、だんだん変わってきたからなんだと思いますでそれはあの、まあ、演技っていうのは嘘をつくっていうこととはちょっと違うっていうことですねであの役者さんには大体まあ演じる理由があってでそれは嘘をつ,くつきたいから演じているわけじゃなくて、まあ、自分自身を表現したいからまあ演じているんだと思います演じるっていうのはまあ仮面をつ,つけることじゃなくてその逆でまあ自分自身をあらわにするための方法なんじゃないかという気があの最近は特にしています。Uh, and when I think about performance, I think the way I have started to interpret and think about performance has been changing.、Um, I think performing is different fundamentally from lying.、Um, to perform, if an actor is performing, they're not doing it in order the, with the hope to lie, but they're trying to express something about themselves.、Um, and so I think it's,、uh, performing isn't about putting a mask on, but it's actually revealing something about themselves. でこのまあ演技の考え方っていうのは多分この,あの物語の中で演じる人々にも当てはまってくると思います彼らはあの嘘をつきたいわけではなくて、まあ、本当の自分自身の欲望みたいなものをどっちかっていうと探しているような気がしますで役者と自分が仕事をする時はあのできることは本当に限られていて彼らが自分自身を表現できるようにできるだけまあリラックスできるような撮,撮影現場を作るっていうことです。Um, and so when people are performing, I really think that it's trying to think about what they're. I think it's what I think about performing, I think is also true about the characters in the film themselves. They're also doing the same things. They're not trying to lie,、um, they're actually just trying to figure out their real desires.、Um, and in terms of myself as a director, what I can do is quite limited,、uh, but I see my job to be、uh, to create an environment for the actors to relax as much as possible. I just have one more question and then we'll have time for a couple audience questions. So start, start thinking about some questions.、Um, you know, so you mentioned Romare as this influence. I think you're able to bring in that kind of looseness and openness to serendipity that Romare has, but there's also hints of melodrama, there's、mm-hmm. hints of genre and,、uh, you know, genre filmmaking. And I think that's it, it's kind of like an intellectual melodrama, what、yeah. you're doing. And I'm curious,、um, particularly in the way you depict women, these are,、uh, you know, heroines that we often see in melodramas, but you treat their Problems with a lot more seriousness and grace.、Um, so I'm curious if there are some directors or films from those genres that have also influenced the making of this one. まあ、限らないですけれど、まあ、自分自身が映画を作る上でと,、まあ、とても影響を受けたのは、まあ、ダグラス・サークという本当にメロドラマの,あの巨匠ですね。Um, this isn't really limited to this film in particular, but definitely a filmmaker that I'm influenced by is、uh, the master of melodrama, Douglas Sirk. The Jibun no Tsukuru Mono Melodrama Tekinar, Yosemba, Bagabakashi, Tuka, Nanka, and so you Tokoro Artomimas. Nanka, so no Kosho Nakoto, Atskati Ruaka, and I, Tokoro, Jibun de Matte, so Jibun Shin Complex de Marun Desketo, Tada, so no Douglas Sarkuga, my interview, no Naka de Tita, so no Melodrama, Tsukuru Tokino Taito, Timonogate, so I'm a Kirai Nagara, I Sirut Tukoto, and also like so no Daisa in Taiste, Arshino Hantekina Messen, and Chitekina, my Hihio Mita, and Mono. 
加えつつも、まあでも、なんていうのかな。まあそういうそのバカバカしいものの中にやっぱり愛すべきものっていうのはあるんですよね。本当に実現したいものとか、まあそのさっき言っていた本当の欲望みたいなものっていうものは、あの、まあバカにできない形で存在しているような気がして、そういうものを尊重しなきゃいけないっていうことも思うんです。あの、そういうことが、あの、まあできたらいいなっていうことを思っている。その嫌いながら愛するっていう態度を、まあ自分も実践できたらいいなっていうことはすごく思っています。Um, so, what I make in a way, as I said, is there is a melodramatic element to it, and which also means that there's sort of a silliness to the subject matter that I'm dealing with.、Um, it's, I'm not really dealing with any highbrow subjects necessarily. And for me, that's a little bit of a complex on, on one end, that those are the subjects I deal with. But I also try to remember something about what Douglas Sirk said, which is to both love and hate the subject matter that you're working with,、uh, which I think means to also have a sense of critique. The subject、um, that you're working with, but then also find something to really love about the thing that you're dealing with, even if it's quite silly.、Um, and so, and I think the idea of desire in itself, there's something serious to it, even if it's something quite silly.、Um, and to be able to use that as a core of your work and to figure that out is very important. I'm very amused that you think your work is silly. I, I think it's so profound without being solemn, and, and that's what makes it so great. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We,、uh, we can take a couple audience questions. Just,、uh, we don't have mics for you, so just try to project, and I'll repeat your question.、Uh, over there? I'll, I'll just repeat the question so people know. So it's about how the character of the first chapter in Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy is similar to Asako from Asako 1 and 2. And also, what is she thinking about in the final shot of the first chapter?、Hmm. まあ、これはですね、まあ、こういうことは言ってしまうとつまらないものっていうところはあるんですが、あの寝ても覚めてもの、あそこに似ているっていうふうにはまあ,あまり思う。考えてはいませんでした。ただ、まあ自分の描くあの年代の女性像っていうものがそういうふうになりがちなのかもしれません。その社会的な状況にとらわれてなくて、まあ、この映画の中では多分一番自分の欲望に、まあ、率直なタイプの登場人物だと思うんですけど、あの、それが、やっぱりその年代的なものも含めて、あの、寝ても覚めてもの朝子に似てくるのかもしれません。Uh, you know, I don't want to give too much away because then、uh, it becomes a little a bit uninteresting. But at the same time,、uh, what I want to say is、um, I don't necessarily think that the character is very similar to Asako per se. But that all said, I think there are women of、uh, similar generations and they might be reflecting certain things that I think about that generation in particular. Which, and、uh, both of the characters, Asako and the character that you speak of in episode one, are,、um, they're both very honest to their desire. Um, but then also,、uh, I think it might reflect something about their shared generation. The first one is Shibuya, Tokyo, and the city of Tokyo. The first one is Shibuya, and the city of Tokyo. The first one is Shibuya, and the city of 作り直してる途中なんですよね。あの渋谷の街があんなに、まあ、開けて見えるっていうことは、実は、まあ自分がより若い頃には全然なくて、あそこは一旦立っていたものが全部壊されてしまって、あの、すごく開かれてる場所なんです。これはもう日本人というか、その東京に住んでる人だったら、あの、感じられることなんですけれど、あの、まあその風景を見たときに、なんかまあそれは彼女が、あの、まあこれから、あの、
まあ、直面することというかこれから生きていくことと何かつながるようなあの気がしましたそれで彼女はあのそ,そこに向けてあのカメラをああの撮っているんだと思います。Uh, so the first story that you see in the film is、uh, mainly set in this area called Shibuya in Tokyo which is an area known to be full of、uh, young people、um, and And what you see in that scene where she's pointing the camera,、uh, that's a Shibuya. And this, this film was shot before the,、uh, just before the Olympics,、uh, which also meant that the land was getting developed.、Um, so I, I, as a young person, when I was hanging out there, did not see Shibuya in that way where the buildings were getting demolished. It felt so much more open as a landscape in a way that I hadn't seen before.、Um, things that were standing were starting to get demolished. And so when I saw that landscape, I thought that perhaps it related to the future、uh, or the next steps that this character is headed towards. And perhaps that's why she took a photo. I'm so sorry. I believe we're out of、uh, time, but I just want to say tomorrow at 7 p.m., we're doing a free one hour talk with、oh, Ryusuke、uh, in the FLC Amphitheater, and there'll be plenty of time to talk to him and ask him questions. So please come to that. It'll be moderated by Matias Pinheiro.、Yeah. Um, and thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.